Howdy, Howdy y'all. y'all. Welcome back to the Grace Prep Podcast. My name is Joshua Young. My name is Noah Schmidberger. My name is Lily Malott. And today we are going to be talking about business buzz, the restaurant industry. We're going to have a question of the day and we will be doing team talk. That will be, that'll be super fun. So first segment is business buzz. Noah, this seems like part of your forte. Like, what do you know about the restaurant industry? So about four or five months ago during the summer, I started working back of house at Chick-fil-A in West Point, New Braunfels. And I found that it is just, it's very much different than every other restaurant I've been to because most of my friends in the past have been working back of house at some sort of restaurant or working front of house. And I kind of learned like the dynamic of it. And it's always been very interesting to me because there's such a like social climate in restaurants. What I found, it's not just a, um, you know, a cost for food like basis. And so, you know, I found like that different restaurants have very different food safety standards, very different uh, pricing, very different, just like dynamic of employees and how they interact. What I found at Chick-fil-A was everyone is very respectful. It's it's surprising. I mean, like most of the employees are 16, 17 years old and the ones that aren't are managers and they're no older than 30. And so it's a very new age, young employee base. And through that, you kind of can interact with all the employees very easily because, you know, you're the same age as them. <clears throat> but between front house and back of house, there's like there's almost a rivalry of like less respect for the front of house because it's you know it's just a bunch it's just a like a bunch of teenage girls and oh, you know for it's, real? Yeah, it's it's like they you know for back of house they just see them as annoying and then the front of house sees back of house as annoying because it's just a bunch of teenage guys and so it's almost like you know it's it's like middle school it's a very exactly. immature yeah. dynamic um, and I found that it's just fun it's like just fun. it's just fun yeah. because. You know, you kind of have to outwork everyone. So you try to work harder than front of house and they don't try to work harder than you. And so you just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. Um, so back of house makes the food, yeah. right? And then the front of house interacts with the and customers. customers and yeah. buys or um, then sells the food. They put the orders in, they make mm-hmm. drinks and ice cream and all that kind of stuff. That makes sense. Every single time I've gone inside the Chick-fil-A at West Point, yeah. it's always been a girl taking my order. Yes. So yeah, yeah. that's that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, one day I was talking to you and you were kind of like talking about the economics of um, the restaurant industry. Yeah. And you were like, rivalry, rivalry, rivalries yeah. make so much money. You know, putting a Whataburger next to a Chick-fil-A, they will both net profit, like I think you said maybe double or more than a Whataburger just out in the middle of nowhere yeah. by itself. Yeah. Can you explain that? So the dynamic between uh, Chick-fil-A in West Point and Waterburger in West Point, like they're very close, like almost directly next to each other. And the reason they're both so successful is because Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday, like everyone knows that. And they close at 9 p.m. on school nights and then 10 p.m. on weekends. And so Waterburger is open 24 hours and they're open on Sunday, right? Their food isn't as good as Chick-fil-A in my opinion. Right. Word. I agree. 100%. Food isn't good, and their service isn't nearly as good. Also agreed. But they have the consumerism of New Braunfels is all from the high school. And so you can see at Chick-fil-A, majority of uh, customers from 5 to 9 p.m. before we close is all teenagers from high school, especially after football games. Whereas Whataburger is, you know, 
the older teenagers will be there from 9 p.m. to midnight or longer after school or after a football game because we're not open at that time. And especially on Sundays before school starts, people will meet up at Whataburger and have food and like, you know, just hang out as friends. And so Chick-fil-A makes a lot because we have very good uh, service and Whataburger makes a lot because, you know, they're, they kind of fill in the gaps in what we can offer. So working at Chick-fil-A, you obviously eat Chick-fil-A food. Yes. What is the like, what is, what is something you think is underrated? Like most people don't eat, but they should know about that is like surprisingly good. I think that the grilled nuggets are very overlooked. Now hear me, hear me out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. everyone, like the nuggets, the regular nuggets are like much more widely accepted thing, but the grilled nuggets while being much more expensive are both better for you uh, more cleanly they're made more cleanly and they taste better in my opinion mm. like they're made more cleanly yeah what is what, what does, does that, that mean, mean? So, <laughs> so, hold up so, a second. yeah whenever whenever you're making uh, the regular nuggets they're put into they're put into a pan next to the breading table and then they're putting a milk wash and then you like have to sift it through coder and everything and then you drop them in a fryer and everything and then that's taken over to line and line boxes them and takes them out so it goes through like six different people right okay. whereas the grilled nuggets are taken directly from the fridge to the grill which is a it's not a literal grill it's a it's almost like a george foreman but it's like automated and so you set out all the grilled nuggets it the grill makes them and then they're taken directly to line so it goes through one person holding them you know and so it's more just streamlined directly there and you should buy more because that's the most wasted product because not enough people buy grilled nuggets so we'll drop a certain amount like projected that we'll need and then no one buys them and then we have to throw them away. I tried, okay, I didn't try it, but I had a friend try the chicken pimento. He was like, I would eat this probably like once a month max. So we had to go in on a Sunday to learn how to make this. So that was that was my first impression of it, which already ruined it, right? I was under the impression that I didn't have to do that. So I had to miss church to go and learn how to make this sandwich which is already just frustrating as it is. And then making the sandwich is messy because it has a honey on it and pimento cheese and jalapenos and so many more ingredients. It's just unlike Chick-fil-A. It's more it's supposed to be more simplistic than that. And the sandwich sucks. Like it's terrible. <laughs> in my like in my opinion, my humble opinion, I would never eat it again. I had I had to eat it whenever after we made it to just like give like a general review of it and mm-hmm. it was very distasteful. Do you sell a lot of them? like and I'd hoard them out it's really yeah we sell like 200 a day 300 a day oh my okay word. for a baseline what's like a normal chicken sandwich like how many a day 500 wow so 200 or maybe probably more than that to be honest with you it's more like 750 800 750, sandwiches okay and then close to like six seven thousand nuggets so baseline chicken sandwich is about seven hundred ish a day yeah or more and then for a product so new you're getting already 200 to 300 300 yeah wow it's it's ridiculous for how bad the sandwich is i don't know why it's accepted so yeah Yeah, i haven't even tried it yet because i've been too scared exactly i'm probably not going to but it's (laughs) not a waste my money on it (laughs) how much is it i think it's uh 685 while the regular sandwich is 589 okay i got you that's base sandwich not meal the other day i also tried the um 
Clay tried the chicken pimento sandwich, mm. and I tried the um, what's those new milkshake? Oh, the, the caramel, the caramel drizzle thing, dude. Yeah. That thing is really sweet, and it just it's tastes like a cheesecake. Yeah, I like, like the autumn one that I had last year better. I, I didn't that, one that one was so good. I don't. I wasn't working there, so I don't it know. was. <laughs> it was so good. They had like just a seasonal one, and it was only for that year. And it was like their first year ever trying it. It was so much better than the new one that they had. I got you. I got you. I believe it. I don't. I don't agree with all of our uh, decisions marketing wise that our owner that makes. I I feel like I could I could make much better decisions with. You know, what special items we put out seasonally because the ones we're doing right now just aren't that good we could like we don't offer anything pumpkin spice and that's such a bad again like as basic as that is that's such a massive thing yeah exactly. we don't do any of that and so like if we just offered a pumpkin spice coffee easy every, like, like you, that, so they don't have to go somewhere else to get that yeah you know and they just refuse to because it's too hard to get the you know the ingredients for it when we it's just spend a ridiculous amount yeah. of pimento cheese and honey <laughs> exactly for like the three months we'll have the sandwich it's only yeah it's not it's out for limited that it's it's seasonal yeah we have different seasonal items like last seasonal item last year was the spicy grilled sandwich oh, okay yeah okay and i didn't even know that existed smacked, and they got rid of it it was like really? the best item on the menu for real i got you okay well we have a question of the day and let's bring Hattie, Hattie on. Hattie, what is our what is our question of the day? What is the most thought provoking movie, TV show, or book you've watched or read? I got this one in the bag. <laughs> Hattie already knows this, but it's got to be the movie Interstellar. I am like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> that movie is so so good, and I'm like, yeah, low key kind of a nerd. I love quantum physics and mechanics, and like speed of light and like whenever i watch that movie i'm just i'm like okay like yeah i'm a scientist let me like figure out what the mass of a black hole is like let me let me do this it's also like one of the movies where it's it feels real does that make sense oh, yeah, absolutely like some some movies nowadays are like yeah that's a movie it's mm -hmm. like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but when i watch interstellar like i watched it so many times it's like that seems so real have you seen interstellar? I haven't oh my god <laughs> oh. <laughs> i gotta rate it like it's a 9.8 out of 10. 9.8? Sure. I would yeah. actually agree with that. If we're doing like 10, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's very it's very close to absolutely perfect. I've watched it myself like three or four times. Lily, what is what is the most thought provoking? You know, should we do all of them? I say we do all of them. All oh. a movie, book, mm. TV show. Okay. I don't watch, watch a lot of TV. I think for movies, well, it's a documentary. I don't know. Does that count? Okay. The, sure. The Those documentary times. American Gospel. American, American Gospel. Gospel. It is so good and it was really thought-provoking because it talks about like the gospel that like america kind of puts off like the like false gospel and how it's like not actually biblically accurate but it's just kind of to like bring in the masses and so it was super interesting and it talked a lot about you know like false teachers and it was like it was really really good i watched it with like my life group at church and it was like super thought-provoking that's dope mm -hmm. so that's a document it's a documentary. okay okay book um i'm a big reader so hmm, i don't know if there's like a specific book but recently i've read um what's it called i read it for like the third time the screw tape letters by c.s oh, lewis beautiful book. dude i don't know what it is but i just like every single time i go in i just like mark up the book all over again <laughs> so good like 
I don't know why I like it so much, but I like it. I like it. C.S. Lewis is the goat. He is the goat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Or Mere Christianity. Mere Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's another good book. Ooh, bro, if you oh, need a copy, I, I got one. <laughs> oh, you started it today? No. I oh, okay. You okay. Today. I was like, wow. <laughs> so I think my favorite book, uh, the one that probably changed me the most, was Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. He's a Navy SEAL. He's like, he's, he's, amazing, he's an amazing person, very hardworking person. Um, what I found was the book, it goes through his life and like his, like, troubled past and like being brought up by like an abusive father and everything and his mom not you know being present for a lot of his life because of you know different people she had married and then his journey through self-improvement becoming a navy seal and having an armored mind and becoming just stronger mentally and physically and just changing yourself entirely i found that the book should definitely be used as a tool not as a complete guide because the book gives you a lot of motivation for things you will be unable to do at first, right? Mm, it takes years okay. and years to achieve what you think you can do after reading this book because it just gives you so much, you know, off the whim, mm-hmm. like excitement yeah. to work harder. Yeah. Whereas when it actually does hit you, it's going to, it's going to knock you down. Um, what I found was you have to kind of read the book. Uh, David Goggins isn't a Christian. Uh, he the entire part, the entire point of the book is to rely completely on yourself for strength and you know mental toughness and getting through these really hard things in your life and the book's amazing because it gives you the story and like the tools to learn all of the worldly strength you can learn but if you put that on top of the strength that god can give you to work through the hardest things in your life it's just it's just going to be double you know and you'll be able to work harder than everyone else something that like david goggins is like this man who will do insane Mm -hmm. physical like physically demanding, I wouldn't say stunts. Like, what would you, how would you say that? Like, just beats. Yeah, beats yeah. exactly. And it's like the human body can do that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. the, it can do. It. It's just a mental game. And it's like getting past that mental boundary, and then on top of like the Lord's strength. Yeah, bro, we're unstoppable. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Um, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think for books, we read Fahrenheit 451 last mm-hmm. year, yeah. and I loved that book it was so thought-provoking and how like i think even well even talked about it in the interview with mrs leeds but like the idea of how society just kind of like turns to the easiest thing yes i was like ooh, that's good and then also we literally just finished it like a couple weeks ago we read animal farm and i i loved that too because also the whole idea of like listening to the loudest voice and how that is not usually the right (laughs) choice and i yeah i just thought those those are really thought-provoking and made me think about like its application to the world today yeah so teen talk for all of us teenagers we thought it'd be hilarious if we discussed well what we say on the regular basis like bussin like what does bussin (laughs) mean so our first one is stan i've never heard the no nobody i've never heard stan it's like a fan of something it's, like we stand that, like that'd be like, like I'm a Taylor Swift stand. Like I'm a huge. Taylor I've never, fan. I've never. You haven't heard that. It's, so, is this new? So the origin of it was, um, Eminem came out with a song in like 1998 called, um, oh, what was it called? It was I think it was called Stan. Yeah, it was in the song. Yeah, it was called Stan. So the songs about it's a real story about a guy that would write him letters and he was like 
psychotically obsessed with him and like tried to be exactly like him what right and so eventually he wrote like all these letters to Eminem and you know Eminem the songs for him reading the letters um talking as Stan and then Stan eventually like ran his car off a bridge and killed himself so wow <laughs> it was dri- like it was psychotic obsession driven to like so basically Stan isn't like that severe but that's where the term came from interesting so if you're a Stan of something you're just a really obsessed. big fan of it. Yeah. I'm a stan of Apple, the stan company. <laughs> I love Apple products. They're so good. He's an I'm a stan of Apple. <laughs> I'm an Apple stan. Okay. Simp. So, okay. Okay. I will, like, use this word and like, in the right context, if I'm being honest, I don't fully know the definition of simp. What is the factually correct definition of a simp? It's someone that goes out of their way to say this so you're given a guy that likes a girl a lot for example and the guy has plans with his homies that that were put ahead like two weeks and he just drops those plans mm-hmm. to go hang out with the girl that's being like a sim. A sim, it's like right? doing anything for yeah it's it's doing anything being like desperate mm-hmm. you know okay rizzler <laughs> so basically i don't know why it's rizzler i think it should be riz but I kind of know where this comes from. It's the original word is charisma. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, if you got charisma, you got Riz, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can it, Riz is just like being smooth. Or like yeah. like if you have charisma, like that means you're you know, like yeah. you're kind of like outgoing to some extent and like you just have this personality. It's just it's very like, easy slang to, you know, say mm-hmm. that guy's cool. That guy's killing it, yeah. yeah. He's he's got it. He's got it going. Yeah. Okay. What? Fan- oh, phantom tax. No phantom. phantom. Oh, phantom, phantom tax. tax. I think. Hattie just had to explain this to us. Yeah. That makes no difference. I don't. That's also not right. No, that is right. Um. So phantom tax. As no phantom. Phantom. <laughs> phantom tax, as Hattie described it to me, is, you know, you're in the car with the boys, or the girls if you're a girl. I don't know. And yeah. y- y'all, y'all stop, stop at Chick Fil A, but that you didn't, you didn't grab yourself some fries from Chick Fil A, and you'd be like, "Yo, can I get a fry?" And the friend kind of has to say yes because it's phantom, uh, phantom tax. It's your boy, and it's just like, is that is that accurate? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if they'd ask, but I think they just kind of take. Yeah. No, it's just a take. Yeah, it's, it's just take. like Whoa. I get yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. not an obligation. It's just like, this is my now. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Oh, we do actually have bussin' on the board. Yo. What does bussin' mean? Any. It just means cool? That's what Taz, Taz is saying. It just means good. I think originally it was used to describe food. Because, like, I would, it, I it came so from, too. like, a viral video. Yeah. Where this guy's, like, he's got, like, ranch all over himself and he's eating wings and stuff. And yeah. he's like, this is busting. And, yeah. that, you know, it's it like... Just, like the internet eating something it and it slaps. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Slaps is a good word. It's okay. Like how explaining like oh, slaps more is up there. Time. No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No in, way. In, in like in real life that just happened. 
Like, I just, but he didn't even read the board. That's how accurate our list is. That's the kind of content you're getting right now. We're explaining Team Talk with Team Talk. We are living living the topics. That's how dedicated we are. In in the words of Google, extremely great. In other words, busting is basically Jin's way of calling something tasty. What? Okay, so Google says it's either extremely good or tasty. Just very tasty. Okay. We got rent free. Like, this is pretty self-explanatory, yeah. mm-hmm. but in the in the context is like that thought lives rent free in my mind, yeah. and that's kind of takes no toll yeah. on you to yeah. remember exactly. it. To you like it, it that yeah. much? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read that. I don't I know what that to... is. Can someone pronounce that, please? <laughs> Chugi. Chugi. Yeah, I've never heard that. I've one. never. Heard this is a new one. Chugi. It's for our listeners. It's. C H E U G Y. Chuggy. What in the world? What y'all mean? Explain? Yes. Okay, chuggy means like cringy. And so if like something. Just say cringy. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It's like a new thing, I think. But essentially, if someone's like, I don't know, wearing clothes from 2012, you might think that's chuggy. <laughs> like it's just, clothes I feel like <laughs> I feel like chuggy kind of describes you. itself as a word. Is that just me? Like chuggy sounds you. like a new chuggy. Yeah. So this, like, is, this is cringy. This like, is what Google has to say. I mean, sorry, not Google, but Wikipedia. Chuggy is a American. Ne- no, how do you say that? That word. Uh, neologism. Neologism, <laughs> coined in 2013 as a. I can't read right now. It's basically a aesthetic described as opposite of trendy or bro is trying too hard. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. Okay. Bro needs to be up there because that's become such a massive... Anybody pre- and everybody bro. says bro. I know, but and the I way it's used now... I hope people understand what it means. So it's like, bro does not know what he's doing. You know, but that it was never said like yeah. that. Like, it's like derogatory now. Yeah. yeah. It's weird thing. Yeah. It's used to like kind of make fun of people i guess all right we kind of talked about slaps already but like dude that burrito slaps like that was good mm-hmm. grilled nuggets slap there we go there we go the chicken pimento sandwich does not slap does not slap, does slap. Not slap. <laughs> mid we don't even, hold up y'all we don't have slay up there let's not put kind of slay up there okay good I hope, yeah i hope good. people know what slay means good. okay coded what did I, uh, I don't think I've ever said that before. I, the only thing I know about coded is like Python. <laughs> like you're coding. C, C, uh, CS. Um, I think coded is like like he's got it coded. Like he's got it down to a science. Uh-uh. Okay. Is no. that on it? No. <laughs> no. Really? Wait. Can I come explain it again? Uh, Hi, I'm Lily's mic. It, it's like you put something in front of the word coded, and so you could say like, ooh. My little sister was wearing an outfit the other day, and someone someone told her it was Lana Del Rey coded. So it's like how Lana Del Rey would dress almost. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. And so someone like you can use it really anyway. Like oh, that's so eighteen hundreds coded. <laughs> like you oh, can just like okay. random, just random ways. Yeah, it's literally. Right. Like you could say that's tight, bro. That's tight, and someone would say that's Yo. Josh coded. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's almost the same thing as like if. Or something more mainstream than coded is like, you know, Josh has got on a Col- Colorado type fit, you know. I do. Like this where it's is, tight. This is where it's yeah. Tight. Yeah. We should also put on uh, mid. Mid is a 
very common word nowadays. Mm -hmm. If you have not used the word mid, you are living under a rock. I am sorry. It is in the Merriam-Webster now. Oh, that's right. They added a lot of words. They added a bunch of words. Simps on there, mids on there. Riz is on there. Riz is on there. (laughs) Real words you can use in your English essay, kids. Exactly. Miss Pryor, you better not. You better not listen right now. Um, But mid is like, okay, mid is like middle. Like, that's straight up what it is. Um, But mid is just overused now all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, mid doesn't really have a definition. Like, all you could say is like, the chicken pimento sandwich from Chick-fil-A is mid. If I'm being honest, that doesn't tell me a whole lot because your definition of mid might be, okay, that's really bad and you don't want to say it's bad mm-hmm. or it's really good, but you don't want to sound like you're fanboying over it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, it's just... Yeah, it's just, used for like everything now. I think it's just like a five out of ten, you know? Yeah. This is what Tad has got. Wow, Tad. Tad. Taz has got. What does mid stand for slang? Mediocre or underwhelming? Mm. Which is, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, mediocre, that I think that, that's where it came from, it yeah. was mediocre. Another word that's not up there, this is kind of outdated, um, but the word vibe, mm. I don't know if y'all know this, but it came from the word vibrations. That makes, makes sense, but I like, do not know that. Like, Hattie has a good vibe. Like, <laughs> that means vibrations. Hattie has good vibrations. Like, what? That like, was like a that, common like, thing to say in the 70s or something, though. Yeah, yeah. Like Beach Boys song. Up, it's the Beach Boys. It's the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah, good oh. Yes. So good vibes, like yeah. yeah. Good vibes. It's a fun word, it a fun but word. it's also like also overused. Exactly. Exactly. So People use that one so much. Yeah. Like slay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Next segment, we should probably talk about abbreviations. Like, what does RQ mean when we text? Oh. Or what does FT mean when we text? Or what does WBU mean so next time you know we might be talking about that but that's a wrap and we do have a question for y'all well not really a question it's mandatory because we are a school we do hand out homework even though this is a podcast no I'm sorry I'm sorry but your question slash homework is to discuss the question of the day and the question of the day is what is the most thought-provoking movie tv show or book that you've watched or read and let us know at school or text one of us i don't know y'all y'all can do whatever but thanks for listening yeah thank you guys and that's a wrap bye Bye, y'all